Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Wow, it's Thursday already. The weeks just go by so fast. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, it looks like the tension between us and Iran has calmed down just a little bit. Uh, President Trump seemed to say as much yesterday. He said Iran seems to be appears to be standing down after firing missiles at us uh, without causing any damage. At least not at least not to life or limb. Uh, In his address to the nation yesterday, president emphasized that that there were there were no Americans harmed and the Iraqis have said there were no Iraqis harmed. And he promised to immediately impose punishing new economic sanctions on Tehran. But welcome signs that they appear to be standing down. So the Nasdaq stock market surged. Uh, the stocks are up. Everything back to normal. Everything's fine. Nothing to see here. Move along, everybody. Yeah, then they had a couple of missiles land in the green zone yesterday after that. Yeah. Don't I don't. For that. <clears throat> we don't know from whence they came. I don't think. Yeah. Do we? I, I haven't seen that. <laughs> Uh, I haven't seen a confirmation that they came uh, from Iran. Yeah, yeah. But uh, anyhow. Mm. So the Iranians, of course, uh, claimed that they killed 30 Americans. Uh, which <laughs> all right, let them have their fun over yeah, there with their propaganda I mean, TV. Whatever. Uh, talk all you want. It was, it was MSNBC repeating all that slop that is a real concern. I mean, it's like there would have been like during the Cold War if uh, a network had taken a feed from Pravda and just started repeat the, <laughs> repeating their propaganda. Yeah, I mean, I can't conceive of that. And yet, here, here they are uh, doing it. What's essentially the same thing. It's amazing. Just amazing what's going on at NBC. MSNBC or NBC or CNBC, all of them, all rolled up into one. It's just a, uh, it's a, it's a nightmare. And CNN is even worse now, which is hard to believe, uh, and yet true. <laughs> yeah, you thought that MSNBC had, Jeez. had set the bar uh, too low. In, in cable ratings this week, Fox News absolutely destroyed the competition. Um, <clears throat> Hannity and Tucker Carlson were both over 5.7 million people for their shows, <clears throat> which is just a, an astounding number. For uh, a normal broadcast night. I mean, it was a big news night, but it wasn't like a uh, an election night or or a debate night right. where you would expect a, a crowd like that. So uh, just amazing. And even CNN had almost three million viewers. They haven't had that kind of viewership in a long time on a normal night. Um, <clears throat> so if we end everything right here, if it ends now... If this really is Iran standing down, I can't think of any president ever handling a situation, a crisis like this, any better than Donald Trump just did. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, things could fall apart. It could get really ugly. Uh, maybe the thing spirals out of control from here. But if it doesn't, if this is it, you know, we hit them uh, and they kind of took a swat at us and missed uh, and that's it? I mean, they telegraphed it. I mean, they wanted us to know it was coming. 
They, they did. They basically told us. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. 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 I hope that this is. Uh, I, I hope so, too, because <laughs> uh, he handled it expertly, as far as I can tell. And, and what have we always said? What have we always said? Only thing they recognize in that part of the world. Strength. Strength. And what did we show them? Strength. And what happened? It worked. Yeah. It worked. <laughs> I mean, it's pretty hard to argue with that. And yet, oh, of course, the Democrats are. This is the worst thing that's ever happened. Uh, if you are to listen to Democrats, oh, he's blown this completely out of proportion. Well, no, he hasn't. He killed two people. Well, he didn't. But he ordered the drone strike that took out two people. Uh, high-ranking people, yes. Important people. Uh, really bad people by, by everybody's admission. It's not like, you know, he was killing civilians. It's not like we attacked uh, Tehran and just indiscriminately wiped people out. These were two terrorists that were wiped out. And then nothing happened on our side. Huh. You know, you put some divots in the pavement. Uh-oh. Oh, well. Okay, we're really upset about that. So Don't we, do that anymore. So now on the base, we have to, like, our guys have to drive around the... Got to drive around the divot. Yeah. <laughs> well, I might want to rethink this. Did we Did we win? Because uh, I don't like potholes. Potholes are bad. I don't like them. I think we could all agree potholes are bad. Mm-hmm. Are they Are they worth nuclear war over? Probably not, but... I mean, there's parts of Fort Worth. Yeah, that is I'm true. I'm willing to lob some nukes if it'll get yeah. my route paved. Tactical nukes. Tactical. Oh, I, yeah. I'd start with tactical nukes. No, you're right. Mm-hmm. You're right. I mean, I want to use them mm-hmm. judiciously. <laughs> but, I mean, the route does suffer. But, I, to me, Democrats have lost and lost big. And, and I mean, at this point, I think they're probably hoping for something more to happen. I, I, because this does not look good for them. The uh, the impeachment thing doesn't look good for them. Even some of the Democrat senators are starting to turn on Nancy Pelosi. And they're saying, look, get us the articles of impeachment. What mm-hmm. are you doing? Yep. I have that somewhere here. Um, let's see. Democrats are finally acknowledging that their efforts to extract concessions from Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell are coming to an end. <laughs> He's not, he's not budging, man. And why should he? Uh-uh. He shouldn't. The The Democrats didn't budge in the House. Yeah. Why Why should it be any different for them Sorry. in the Senate? Nancy, your jurisdiction um, ends on that side of the Capitol building. Yep. Mm-hmm. Stay over there. Pelosi's still withholding the House impeachment articles from the Senate. Democrats' hopes of swaying GOP leader uh, McConnell have dimmed after he secured the votes in his caucus to move forward without an agreement on witnesses and documents. You know, they wanted to, let's all agree on who the witnesses and what documents we're going to seek. Uh, no. <laughs> did you guys do that? I'm sorry. Did you do that in the house? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, no, we're not doing that in the Senate either. <laughs> you had your chance. I mean, it's ridiculous to think that you can have it both ways. I'm no, I'm sorry, but no. So, Senate Democrats are saying now, look, it's time to begin the trial and stop messing around. The longer it goes on, the less urgent it becomes, Feinstein said. So if it's serious and urgent, send them over, meaning the articles of impeachment. Mm -hmm. If it isn't, don't send it over. (laughs) And that's a Democrat saying that. Seems logical, right? (laughs) It's Dianne Feinstein. Uh 
And she's right. Yeah. You know, they there was all the urgency in the world when they were doing uh, the impeachment hearing. And now it's like, eh, no, we're just going to hang on to him now. Well, wait, I thought this was an emergency. And even Feinstein is saying, look, if it's so serious and urgent, send him then. Several other Democrats also showed their impatience. Uh, Joe Manchin, who might be the most reasonable Democrat in all of Congress, said the Democrats should move on and send the articles over. John Tester of Montana said he's ready to, for the trial to start. I respect the fact that she's concerned about the fact about whether or not there will be a fair trial, but I do think it's time to get on with it, according to Chris Coons from Delaware. House Democrats, even vulnerable moderates, are uniformly behind Pelosi. No one's explicitly pushing her to move more quickly. Yet, at the same time, there's a growing feeling that the fight between Pelosi and McConnell has run its course. Yeah, I, th- I think so. So send them over. But they're losing on that front. And uh, they're, I think they're losing the PR battle over this Iranian situation. Uh, some unbelievable things from former National Security Advisor Susan Rice. She was on with Andrea Mitchell. And Andrea Mitchell was uh, playing something the president said. And then the response from Rice is just agonizing. Play something that the president said, uh, basically accusing the Obama administration of paying for the missiles that hit Iraqi bases just yesterday. Let's watch. Okay, let's do it. Iran's hostility substantially increased after the foolish Iran nuclear deal was signed Mm -hmm. in 2013. Instead of saying thank you to the United States, they chanted (laughs) death to America. In fact, they chanted death to America the day the agreement was signed. The missiles fired last night at us and our allies were paid for with the funds made available by the last administration. Yeah, let's not forget. Left them $150 billion on the tarmac. $150 billion. So could that have paid for those missiles? Well, of course they could have. Yes. Let's fact check the $150 billion that went to Iran after the nuclear deal was signed. Okay, let's do that. Well, first of all, Andrea, as you know, mm-hmm. and as you were just discussing with your colleagues, this is another series of despicable lies by <laughs> President Trump. Uh, the fact that three and a half years after taking office, uh, he remains, or three years after taking office, he remains obsessed with President Obama. First of all, what an amazing statement that is. Three years after he's he remains obsessed with obama how long did barack obama talk about george w bush and blame every single thing on bush the entire time yeah yeah well after his re-election all Uh eight years really they and i remember pelosi was asked at one point oh i think it was in the second term when are you guys gonna stop blaming bush for all this stuff never (laughs) oh well that's obvious and they didn't they just, anything bad that happened was Bush's fault. Talk about being obsessed. Just shows wow. President Trump's extreme weakness and insecurity. The facts okay. about the Iran nuclear deal mm-hmm. are that it effectively halted and rolled back Iran's nuclear program. In the years since the signing of the deal in 2015, up until President Trump's unilateral withdrawal, abandoning our allies against the advice of his advisors, there were no... Uh-huh proxy attacks by Iranian proxies on U.S. personnel. I'm sorry, that's not true. (laughs) There have been 
proxy attacks perpetrated by Iran uh, <laughs> year after year, decade after decade. That's, I mean, that's just a flat-out lie. Um, we, we'll give some examples uh, coming up in, in a little while. <laughs> and I love the about, quote. Yeah. About what they've been doing. Mm-hmm, yeah. I, I love the quote from uh, Ted Cruz over this because he's been saying the same thing, that Obama effectively paid for those missiles that have been launched by Iran. What was the quote? It says, if history teaches us anything, it's don't give billions of dollars to people who hate you and want to kill you. I mean, there it is. Great point. I mean, just, it's so simple. Mm -hmm. In Iraq, there were no efforts by Iran to attack our drones in the Persian Gulf or attack shipping. The nuclear program was under control. There were strict uh, verification. When was that Navy vessel commandeered by Iran? Wasn't that during Obama? Uh, they kidnapped our soldiers for a few days. Remember, humiliated them for a few days and then uh, set them free. I think that was yeah. under Obama. Let's see. Yeah, 2016. Yeah. yeah. Inspections. <laughs> the, everybody, including the American intelligence community, mm. validated that it was being upheld. And our forces and our no, presence please. in the region was secure. Uh-huh. President Trump decided recklessly to withdraw unilaterally from the nuclear deal and impose so-called maximum pressure, crippling sanctions. And it was in the wake of that that we found ourselves in this escalatory cycle that's led to where we are today, a very dangerous uh, moment. Uh, So let's think about where we are in the wake of what has happened over the last several days. First, as Senator Reid said, we are not safer. This was an extremely risky and costly decision Mm -hmm. to kill Qasem Soleimani. The costs are as follows already. Okay, what are they? Even though, thankfully, no one was killed last night. No Americans, no Iraqis. Right, so no much of a cost. The Iraqis want us out of Iraq. Oh, no. That's extraordinarily... Do you want us to stay in Iraq forever? I want us out of Iraq, too. Uh, what, What does that mean? It just means we're sick and tired of it. Let them sink or swim on their own merit now. Uh, Dangerous for our interests is a victory for Iran. The fight against uh-huh. ISIS has been suspended. So the whole reason why we're there to, to go after the terrorists, we can't do. And then the Iran nuclear deal has come uh, a cropper because the Iranians have decided that they have no reason to restrain themselves and they're going full steam ahead, which is likely mm-hmm. to lead to conflict. And Andrew, likely the other key point lead. is for mm-hmm. those who think this may be over, Thankfully, it seems the overt military exchange might be over oh, for so now, might be right. and that's a good thing. I see. But we can be pretty confident yeah. that the Iranians are going to use proxies, okay. cyber attacks, as and, and possibly the even terrorism to continue to oh retaliate gosh, as they have historically for the killing of Soleimani. As they have historically. <laughs> wow. As they've done the whole time. Wow. So nothing's changed. Yeah. They yeah. did it during Obama. They did it during Bush. They did it during Clinton. They they did it starting with, with Jimmy Carter. Really? <laughs> I mean, it's been going on for 40 years with Iran. And finally, something was done about it. I mean, attack after attack, the, the hostages that they held for 444 days. The mine attacked attack in the uh, Persian Gulf in 1988. The suicide bombings they were responsible for in Lebanon. The support for the 9-11 hijackers. They knowingly permitted members of Al-Qaeda, <clears throat> including several of the 9-11 hijackers, to, to cross Iranian territory on their way to Afghanistan for training. The influence they've had in Iraq with the IEDs and killing hundreds of American soldiers with them, with Iranian-made 
Soleimani uh, approved, directed, supervised IEDs. Um, there was an assassination attempt. American law enforcement disrupted a plot backed by Iran's revolution, Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps to assassinate the Saudi Arabian ambassador to the U.S. by bombing a popular restaurant in, in D.C. That was stopped, fortunately, by the FBI. The Hezbollah plot uh, to attack um, U.S. military and law enforcement facilities as well as airports in New York City. Agents of Iran in the United States, two Iranian agents were arrested for surveilling potential terrorist targets in the U.S., including Israeli and Jewish targets in Chicago. I mean, the list is is pretty long. And then you had the embassy situation. And we're supposed to just turn the other way, mm-hmm. smile, and forget about it. No, this president's not going to do that. And you're going to see. I think we're what we're going to see is that it worked. And that... Iran knows better now. 888 You know, flipping the calendar creates endless possibilities. New and exciting opportunities are available. You just have to be ready for them. And it could all start with you earning your master's degree at Ashford University. There are new opportunities in the new year. And you can make this the year you advance your career by earning your master's degree. Get started at Ashford University. It's convenient and really flexible. Ashford University's online master's degree programs allow you to learn at your own pace. You can study wherever you're the most comfortable learning. One course at a time. Um, Ashford University's six-week-long courses allow you to take one course at a time. Being enrolled in one class at Ashford means you're considered a full-time student. It's really easy to enroll, too. The GRE, the GMAT, and other standardized test scores aren't required for enrolling. And it's fully accredited, too. Get ready to grab new opportunities. Start your master's degree today. Enroll now by going to ashford.edu slash unleashed. ashford.edu slash unleashed. To start your master's degree today, again, ashford.edu slash unleashed. Oh no! What? Oh no! What? Is this just breaking? This I guess time? so. Yeah. What? Oh are you? wow! What? This is bad news. Cardi B is pissed. Yeah. Yeah, she's pissed. She doesn't appreciate Trump's response to Iran. She's Cardi B, I don't. We never want her to be unhappy. No, Do we, we don't. She gets angry. She's feisty, Cardi B. Well, she's blasting President Trump uh, for killing Soleimani. Told her Twitter followers. She's applying for Nigerian citizenship and, oh, no, she what? might leave. She might actually leave. She might leave us? And go to uh, Nigeria. Oh. Yeah. Big supporter of Bernie Sanders, mm. by the way, tweeted that Trump is putting Americans in danger, calling the strike the dumbest move Trump did so far. <laughs> <laughs> now, if Cardi B calls it a dumb move, uh-huh. it must really be stupid. You know, because she knows dumb things. But, uh, yeah, she's looking into Nigerian citizenship. And she Boy. could actually leave the country and go move to Nigeria. I mean, the quality of life index is mm. for Nigeria. <laughs> hmm? I don't know. I don't know. I bet she, uh, she could have quite a life there. Uh, here we go. It's, uh, 
uh, in the low human development category, positioning mm-hmm. in, at 158 out of 189 countries and territories. Wow. So there you go. She could, she'd definitely run the place. That's for sure. Oh yeah. She's probably got a lot of money, and she could, uh, she could get by on, on uh, a lot less in Nigeria. So good, good for her. But I, we're gonna miss her. Well, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't want her to leave. I don't think any of us do, Listen, does. This is actually a great opportunity for the United States in so many ways. But one is that she doesn't need all of that money when she goes to Nigeria. Obviously, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, she could leave it here and take care of people, which she obviously wants to do since she supports Bernie Sanders, and then he can use the her cash to distribute among the uh, much more needy right. than Cardi B. Well, we'll keep an eye on that and see if she is able to obtain Nigerian citizenship because, wow, I, I almost hope not because, I mean, I don't wish her ill, of course, uh, but I don't want her to leave. <laughs> Do you? I mean, can you imagine the United States of America without Cardi B? I can, and I do <laughs> want her to leave. So you really should. Oh, was that? Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you were asking me. That was yeah, just rhetorical. Right. Right. I'm sorry. So. I should have kept my mm. mouth closed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, somebody else who really isn't very happy with what's going on uh, is Mike Lee. Mike Lee came out of a meeting yesterday, pretty pissed. Uh, he was he was not satisfied with what he heard, Mm-mm. and that's kind of interesting because you know we love Mike Lee. Uh, let's see what he had to say. What's his issue with this? We just left the briefing, uh, and we were t- we were talking about Iran. I I want to state at the outset, I support President Trump. I support and respect the manner in which he has approached his commander-in-chief powers. I believe that more than any other president in my lifetime, President Trump has shown a lot of restraint. He's been reluctant to get us involved in wars all over the globe. He's been very mindful and respectful of the fact that when the American people are asked to give up blood and treasure, they're sending off their sons and their daughters, their moms and their dads, into battlefield, and he's therefore very careful about it. I respect that enormously. My comments at the moment are not directed toward the attack that occurred on Friday. We'll leave that to another day. I will say that we were brought into this briefing today to talk to us about that attack on Friday. I had hoped and expected to receive more information outlining the legal, factual, and moral justification for the attack. I was left somewhat unsatisfied on that front. Uh, The briefing lasted only 75 minutes, whereupon our briefers left. This, however, is not the biggest problem I have with the briefing, which I would add was probably the worst briefing I've seen, at least on a military issue, in the nine years I've served in the United States Senate. What I found so Mm. distressing about that briefing was that one of the messages we received from the briefers was... Do not debate, do not discuss the issue of the appropriateness of further military intervention against Iran. And that if you do, you'll be emboldening Iran. The implication being that we would somehow be making America less safe by having a debate or a discussion about the appropriateness of further military involvement against the government of Iran. Hmm. And he's apparently not happy about that. I don't blame him. You know, you don't go in and tell a bunch of U.S. senators what to do. Uh, do not discuss. Do not debate. Wait, isn't this America? Don't we discuss and debate pretty much everything? <laughs> kind of how we do things. Yeah. 
Uh, he also drops some Federalist knowledge papers oh, on us. Yeah, when he does that, he means now, business. I find this <laughs> insulting and demeaning, not not personally, but to the office that each of the 100 senators in this building happens to hold. I find it insulting and I find it demeaning to the Constitution of the United States to which we've all sworn an oath. It is, after all, the prerogative of the legislative branch to declare war. Article 1, Section 8 makes that very clear. Alexander Hamilton in Federalist Number 69 made clear that this was a sharp contrast from the form of government that we had prior to the Revolution, a form of government in which the executive, the king, had the power to take us to war. He did not need the, the parliament to weigh in on it, to support it. That was the parliament's job after the fact, after we had gone into war. This, Hamilton explained in Federalist 69, is exactly the reason why this power was put in Article 1, Section 8, in the branch of government most accountable to the people at the most regular intervals. I love it. When we send our brave <laughs> soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines into harm's way, we owe the American people the decent courtesy to follow the Constitution, to debate mm. and discuss these mm. actions. Mm. For them to tell us that either through a War Powers Act resolution or otherwise, for us to debate and discuss these things on the Senate floor would somehow weaken the American cause and embolden Iran in any other actions. I, I find very insulting. Looks like uh, it, it looks like Rand Paul is also mm-hmm. on board with uh, Mike Lee here. Yeah, he's, he's standing there. Usually, if you're standing there while somebody's <laughs> ranting like that, you, you support their actions. <laughs> so Mike Lee and Rand Paul, two guys we respect a lot and really like a lot and believe in. Uh, are really pissed off because of this briefing yesterday. And I don't think they're pissed necessarily at uh, at at the action no, no. that we took on Friday. That's not what they're bothered by. They're bothered by the process and, yeah. how, um, and how they were told not to debate, not mm-hmm. to discuss. You just go along and get along, I guess, essentially is what they're being told, which yep. doesn't sit well. With these U.S. senators. And I can see how, you know, the authorization, right, of military force in Iraq still is in effect, right? I mean, again, just a reminder, Iran joined the fight where we already were stationed. Mm -hmm. They came over there. We didn't go to Iran. They came to us. Right. But, yeah, I I can see how um, uh, being told to know your place wouldn't sit well with a U.S. senator. Yeah. Yeah, it's surprising there's not more U.S. senators speaking out, but there's so many people who are just anything this president is about, so are they, and that's it. And they don't they don't challenge him on anything, him or his surrogates that he sends to tell you what to do. Um, so now Mike Lee supports Tim Kaine's War Powers vote. Yeah, here's what he had to say about that. And I can say that after that briefing, that briefing is what changed my mind. That briefing is what brought me on board together with the amendments that Senator Kane has agreed to make, I'm now going to support it. I walked into the briefing undecided. Mm. I walked out decided, specifically because of what happened in that briefing. It is mm. not acceptable wow. for officials within the executive branch of government, I don't care whether they're with the CIA, with the Department of Defense, or, or otherwise, to come in and tell us that we can't debate and discuss the appropriateness of military intervention against Iran. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they've got a point there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That is, uh, it's un-American and uh, probably unconstitutional to walk in and tell a bunch of senators not to talk about it. So, wow, so this is interesting. So we've got the GOP 
kind of um, split on Iran. Mm-hmm. And you just had the story about how the Democrats are now split on impeachment. Right. <laughs> this is... Yeah, it's going really well. 2020 is off to a fun start. Everything's fine. (laughs) Everything's fine. Better than fine. It's fantastic. Everything's fantastic. Oh, so it's great? Yeah. Yeah. So it's even better than fine. Better Mm -hmm. than fantastic. Superb? Would you go with superb? Yes, I would. Yes. So we're going to go with almost. I'd almost go to perfect. Things are almost (laughs) perfect right now. (laughs) What? I mean, what a great president Mike Lee would be. I, you know, I, I think he'd be hammered. The mainstream press, of course, would jump all over him, call him an extremist and a kook and a right-wing nut and all that kind of stuff, Which none of which he really is. No, no. He's, he's completely reasonable. He knows what he's talking about. He knows the U.S. Constitution. Who would be better in 2024 than Mike Lee? Oh, I can't tell you. I, I, I don't, the guy is so down to earth. He's great. And just... Oh, just I don't think he'd run. Great guy. Uh, and, and if he did run... You know, he'd be pummeled, and it would be really difficult, I think, for him to get traction. Because too many people, too many Republicans now, aren't where he is anymore. Oh they're, boy. they're just nowhere near him. You don't see it there, obviously, but boy, he's got a sense of humor. Remember when he did that yeah. fun thing on the floor with the yeah. Star Wars and everything? I mean, yeah, he's, now you got me, he's now great. You got me thinking about Mike Lee 2024. He's got the kind of knowledge Ted Cruz does, but maybe a little better... Connection with people, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're yep. right. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Unleash the morons tweets. No American casualties. No Iraqi casualties. And the stock market is rising, and everyone is rejoicing except mainstream media and the Democrats. Right. Constitutional insomniac. Uh, notice that not a single country condemned the U.S. response attack on Iran. The only people to condemn it, liberals. The liberal MSM, the mainstream media, and Hollywood elites. That tells you all you need to know about who to vote for in November. <laughs> Mr. I am Peach Mint. Uh, can't understand how somebody educated, educated people in big business still go straight to N- CNN or MSNBC to get their news. I think... I think it's just a force of habit. You know, CNN was the first on the scene, and a lot of us became used to watching CNN over the years because CNN wasn't this CNN yeah. years ago. It was just a it was a good cable news service. They were the first to be doing news live. Yeah. Yeah, and 24 hours a day. And so people just got in a habit of watching that, and the airport has the deal, and so you go to the airport and oh, you've got yeah. no choice. I it's saw, CNN. I saw that. Somebody tweeted out around Christmas um, how many airports CNN is in and how much they pay to be in those airports. Mm-hmm. And the, the the trade-off for CNN is so not worth it. It's uh, I'll find it, but my goodness, yeah, yeah. I'd like to, I've, I didn't, I, I've never seen how much what they pay for that. Let's see. Uh, Chewbacca's hair club for men tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Trump is obsessed with Obama. Talk about no self-awareness. They need to take a look in the mirror and see their own obsession with Trump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, a terrorist killed a terrorist so we killed a terrorist avoided a war and no americans were killed tell me again how that's a bad call yeah. again yeah uh, it, it isn't and i think that the american people including independents people who are not you know really big trump supporters i think they can see through this i hope so because it's so transparent it's so obvious that this is a huge 
I mean, at this point right now, a huge win for America and for Donald Trump. I don't know how there's any other way to look at it. And they could scream all they want about he tore up the deal. And who was it that was saying uh, no, he didn't just tear up the uh, It was Elizabeth Warren. He didn't just tear up the deal. He what else did he? Um, oh, he didn't just get out of the deal. He tore up the he deal. He tore up the deal and tweeted about it. You tweeted about it. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Don't don't say he tweeted about it. I mean, yeah, you're going to get out of a deal. Oh, I mean, that's my. one thing. When you're going to tweet about getting out of the <laughs> deal, you, then. Now you've gone too far. I'm sorry. I didn't realize you were going to tweet about this deal as well. <laughs> do you want to see her talking about that? Or? Yes, I do. Okay. The Iran nuclear deal really showed that diplomacy can work. It didn't make Iran mm-hmm. a great actor. That's not the point. Mm-hmm. What is the but point? We actually Elizabeth? got them to the negotiating table, working yeah. with our allies, mm-hmm. and got them to stop their nuclear program, their nuclear yeah, development program. Well, never never stop. Because yeah. Donald Trump With jumped in and didn't just withdraw. Come on. No, he right, come tore on. it up. He yeah. did the tweets. He did the whole thing. He did the whole thing. He did the tweets. He did the whole thing. Don't do this. This is not going to make the world safer. And the international community had already certified that Iran was following the terms right. of the deal. Uh-huh. You know, think they were what that means perfect. for America. They were great. America gets into a deal yeah. with someone and says, if you'll do this part, here's what we'll do. Quid pro quo. And you right. do your part, and then America turns around and says, sorry, we're just going to tear that up. And tweet and about take it. take a series of escalating t- steps uh-huh. against <laughs> Iran. And again, okay. the point is not whether or uh-huh. not Iran is what a is, bad actor. What, what is they the are. point? I think we can they are, all okay, agree right, to that. They've been yeah. provocative mm-hmm. as well. Uh-huh. They have sure. been. But, but the question is, what are the right steps for the president? Use mm. our diplomacy. Use the back right. channels. Appease. De-escalate and appease. get along to the negotiating mm. Get along. Get along. Mm-hmm. Leave them alone. Mm-hmm. Continue to appease. That worked in World War II. <laughs> I mean... Chancellor uh, Chamberlain mm-hmm. did exactly the right thing. Use the diplomacy. Continue to appease them. Give them everything they want, and then everything will be fine. Everything will be fine. Yeah, and with Elizabeth Warren's uh, <clears throat> familial background, she's probably particularly sensitive about um, nations making agreements and then tearing up the deal. Right. Yeah, that's right. Right. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Elizabeth Warren. Oh, yeah. Here she is at a rally. Oh, yeah, she's dancing. Uh, the other night, doing a little dancing. Oh, look at that. Oh, oh, okay. oh it's your favorite kind of song, too. You like that uh, R-E-S-P-E-C-T, don't you? Oh, I do. Look at that. She's a better dancer than she really uh, be Elon Musk. Should not, should not be doing that. I, I, I don't Ugh. know why, what goes through your head. Oh, I take that back. It's No, that's not good. I said that was better than Elon Musk. Then she did that little shimmy at the end. Mm-hmm. We None might, we might need a pat pull on that later. Then uh, Pathead Brian Boy Kenny uh, <laughs> sent us a more appropriate version. Oh, good. Yeah, I like it. Cherokee people. It's right on the beat there. That worked out really well. <laughs> good stuff. All right. <laughs> Thank you all. Thank you so much. Uh, oh, yeah, there's a new poll. We got a new Democrat poll just released. Sent us from uh, Mr. Known to Act Bad. Yeah, look at this. New poll numbers. These are shocking poll numbers. Uh, 
uh, for the Democrats, as you'll see there, uh, Pete Buttigieg uh, leading the way over Biden and <laughs> Elizabeth Warren, and then coming in fourth. We got a, we got a new guy in the race. Uh, Kasem Soleimani is number tw- <laughs> is at 12% now in the Democrat Party. Who saw that coming? <laughs> now, see, since he's dead, can his wife serve in his place if the Democrats <laughs> vote for him? Sure. So it's <laughs> Buttigieg at 25, Biden yeah. 15. Warren tied with Biden at 15. Mm-hmm. Then you got uh, Kasem Soleimani at 12 and Bernie Sanders 9. <laughs> and that's initial, <laughs> that is initial polling data so on great. Soleimani. Okay? Yeah. That's right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. He might get some traction. And the Democrats, whoo, we're going to have ourselves a floor fight in the summer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> if he's that strong in like five days. Right? <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> Uh, so perfect and it's not far from true it's just, it's not uh, yeah. by the way iran uh found the black box in the ukrainian uh 737 crash the other day that killed everybody on board they're refusing to turn over the black box <clears throat> i wonder why why would you do that iranian authorities are refusing to hand over the flight recorder recovered uh, crash investigators had found one of two so-called black boxes from the Boeing 737-800 that crashed near Tehran. Uh, all 176 people on board were, were killed. Uh, the black boxes record all the flight data, which you probably know by now, and, and the audio from the cockpit, and they often provide valuable insight into how the crash happened. But the head of Iran Civil Aviation Authority said Iran would not give back the black, black box to Boeing. Hmm. Uh, why? I mean, if it's an accident, then what's, why wouldn't you? What's the problem here? <clears throat> he didn't. He didn't specify a reason either. Wouldn't give a reason. Nope. Sorry, we're just not going to give it back. Well, that's a little fishy, isn't it? And this is what we were speculating on. Interesting. On the night that they fired all those missiles at the U.S. air bases, that uh, that a plane went down and killed everybody on board. Amazing coincidence. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe not. Um, also, Jay Stuber found apparently found a way to get the left on board with Trump's actions that he took on on Friday, taking out the taking out Soleimani. Trump didn't kill General Soleimani. He gave him a, he gave him a late term abortion. Oh, so now there that we go. should take care of it, right? Yeah. There. Now we found a way to get <clears throat> the Democrats on board. Everybody's together now. Uh, we just aborted him <clears throat> in the 833rd trimester. That's all. That's uh, it's not a big deal. Okay? It's the right to choose. So and wait. that's what we chose to do. Now, I'm not good at math, as you know. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But the 833rd trimester? Yeah. Wow. I, I don't know. Don't do the math. You don't want me to do the math? No. Just <clears throat> take it for what it is. Ooh. It was the 833rd trimester. We may trimester. have found the one guy who was older than Jeffy, and we lost him. We lost him. <laughs> we did lose him. <laughs> we did. Yeah. We lost him. I'm not uh, I'm not sad about it, however. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, this happens every time there's any kind of conflict going on in the world, the Democrats start talking about about the draft. Right, you're gonna get a draft. Well they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna bring in a draft. Republicans have never talked about bringing in a draft, as long as I've known. As long as I've been aware of politics, Republicans have never proposed it. Yeah. Democrats have multiple times. Wasn't that Charlie Rangel's deal every or, or Barney single... Frank? Maybe both of them yeah. were were always on the draft. Always. 
pushing for the draft. Why would you want a draft when you've got a bunch of guys who want to be there, who want to do this? And uh, they volunteered for it, and it's working. It's a it's it's a Democrat's lame way to try to turn public sentiment against a Republican president. Every time. Every time. So we've got these anonymous text messages that are claiming that uh, you know they're sent to these guys, claiming that they've been drafted into the army, <laughs> and it's pop- They're popping up on cell phones all over America. Now the army is disavowing the messages. They're claiming it's not even the ag- the agency that would manage the draft. Although the U.S. men U.S. men must register for the selective service. It would take an act of Congress to bring back the draft. That has not happened. It's not even being proposed to happen. Nobody's even talking about this, but somebody's doing this hoax, and it's probably coming from Democrats somewhere, somehow. Hmm. Uh, I guess it goes like this. United States official Army draft. We tried contacting you through mail several times and have had no response. You've been marked eligible and must come to the nearest branch. Uh, this particular one in Jacksonville, Florida, for immediate departure to Iran. Oh, wow. I'm sure. You've been, okay, you're drafted, and now we're sending you immediately to Iran. We're not even going to train you this time. (laughs) (laughs) You don't get a gun. You don't get trained. We're not giving you a parachute. Just get on the plane and go. Wow. Please contact us at the following number and respond to this message immediately. My goodness. Do you think anybody fell for this? I probably, yeah. I I heard some guys were were very freaked out by it. Oh, my goodness. We're aware that this number is not disconnected. You'll be fined and sent to jail for a minimum six years if you don't reply. You're going to have stuff pressed upon your name. All right. (laughs) Yes, right. The U.S. Army has put out a statement on the text messages saying, U.S. Army Recruiting Command Command has received multiple calls and emails about these fake text messages and want to ensure Americans... Uh, that they understand these texts are false mm-hmm. and were not imi- initiated by this command or the U.S. Army. All right. So, guys, you have not been drafted. There isn't a draft, and I doubt there will ever be one. I, I really don't think so. The The volunteer army is working too well. Why would you? Doesn't seem to be any reason. Nope. Uh, 888-900-3393. We were showing you the... Uh, the Mike Lee statement and uh, and Rand Paul standing next to him, I guess in, in support for mm-hmm. him. You see that all the time when the senators and congressmen get up. Well, uh, when Sheila Jackson Lee got up to speak yesterday, uh, here was Alan Omar. Yeah, remember, she's uh, Sheila Jackson Lee is talking about, about Americans the US casualties who have died in Iraq. over the years in Iraq. Yeah, and here's Alan Omar standing up with her. And I'm very glad to say that uh, I was part of the 132 and also uh, the vote for Barbara Lee's uh, amendment. But uh, I think that the point of that is that that is the same war that we're dealing with today. We never solved any problems with AUMF. We left 4,000 plus, maybe 4,400 dead uh, and over 60,000 who came back. Um, uh, injured doing? in some form. I mean, they're talking and the they're war laughing. never ended. As I recall the language in AUMF, it deals with hostilities in Iraq. Uh, it doesn't deal with an incident or uh, a dislike or someone in a car coming mm. in from the airport. Uh, uh, yeah, that is it does the danger deal with that. of uh, not acting. And I do think without leadership, uh, meaning the leadership of CPC, that mm-hmm. we'll come together around Pacific 
uh, answers. Okay. So they're just grab-butting behind <laughs> Seriously, her. that entire time, if you're, if, you're, if you're listening to this, that entire time Sheila Jackson Lee was talking, I have no idea what she was saying because I was watching uh, Omar and Tlaib, and I think it was, I couldn't really see, but it might have been Presley, their other buddy, standing back there just... Giggling, laughing. Laughing like they're in a great middle time. school, and the teacher's talking, and we're back here passing notes, and my goodness, this is the United States mm. Congress... And we're talking about American deaths over the last 20 years in Iraq. Can you just keep it together for five minutes? We know you don't belong there, okay? We understand that. But just try to play the part when the camera's on, maybe? I, I don't know. It's, that was absolutely embarrassing. So bad. And what Sheila Jackson Lee was talking about there was the AUMF, the Authorization for Use of Military Force. Right. And that is what allows the president to act against terrorists without going to Congress. Because you go to Congress, <clears throat> you debate it, somebody leaks it, uh, the terrorist is gone. Okay? Because the terrorist heard about it from all the leaks. Instead, the president can take action in certain circumstances, like this one, for instance. The AUMF allows him to do that. And that's what he did. And really, the Democrats have <clears throat> they have got no leg to stand on for any... For any of uh, their BS against him on taking out Soleimani, there's just there's no there's no reason not to have done it. There's no law against him having done it, and it's all turned out really well. Yeah, so and, far. And this is the thing that Mike Lee <clears throat> was kind of on the fence on. Yeah, until that briefing, if you missed it from earlier, he's not happy to have the executive branch say, uh, "Don't be debating this." Don't have a conversation. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out when you've got the uh, the constitutionalists such as Mike Lee now saying, hey, let's look at this. So, like I said, Republicans are split on uh, the use of force now while the Democrats are arguing over impeachment. It's going to be a fun ride. And just in the last, let's just say the last uh, seven, eight months, w- what happened with Iran over that time period that we ignored? And really took no action over. Yeah, you went over the the list over the last 40 years. Right. This is more... Here's some that are really much more recent. Iran attacked oil tankers in the Gulf. Iran shot down a U.S. drone. Remember, remember President Trump did nothing about that. Uh, And I didn't think he should necessarily because it was just a drone. Who cares? Whatever. So they shot down a drone. It is still, you know, provocation. July 19th, Iran seized a British oil tanker. Uh, September two, September of this last year, Iran attacked the Saudi state-run oil company. In December, Iran attacked U.S. military bases in Iraq. Iran storms the U.S. embassy. Uh, January 20th, we finally strike back in Baghdad, uh, killing Soleimani and that other... Uh, <laughs> Another terrorist, terrorist in the car. We killed with him. two terrorists with one strike. Right. <laughs> and now, you know, the Democrats and the media are screaming about how uh, Donald Trump has started another war. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Tom, for that. All right. <clears throat> it's just, it, it's, uh, it's madness. And it's nice to just be reminded all the provocation that Iran has done over the last seven months and the last 40 years. And just think how much we've taken 
mm-hmm. over and over and over and have done nothing about it. It's no wonder they think they can act with impunity against yeah. us. And let's see how long this 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 sticks, you know? Yeah. Trump's response. Right. I hope it lasts. I hope so, too. Because right now, again, seems like a huge win. It seems like a huge win for America and a huge win for this president. So uh, things are, are going pretty well on that front right now. He definitely has won this battle, and he's winning the impeachment battle as well. Because they look really bad on both fronts. I, I just can't imagine that most of the American people who aren't extreme radical Bernie Sanders socialist types, I can't imagine that they're not siding with the president in this. Any independents that are saying, uh, yeah, you know, those Democrats are right. He, uh, uh, he shouldn't have done that. Uh, and uh, they should hang on to those articles of impeachment for, for forever if they want to. Uh, <laughs> is anybody thinking that? I don't think so. I mean, this is a perfect, this is the best case scenario. You took out a high military target. Yeah. You lost zero American lives and Iran thinks, ah, we're even now because we lobbed some missiles over there. Hey, (laughs) cool. I mean. We're good with that. It's so good, right? We're good with that. Beware. Pat Gray is unleashed. Welcome to it. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, where Tyler Morgan tweets, wait, the same Cardi B that was complaining about her taxes being so high supports a candidate mm-hmm. who has said he will raise her taxes? Thank you for remembering this. Yeah, stuff. I forgot you, I forgot about that. You patheads do such a great job remembering things like that. Uh, that Carolina Bulldog, uh, sounds like Mike Lee needs a Snickers. Mm. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, conservatarian lady. Hey, Pat, how about a Haley, Nikki Haley, Mike Lee ticket 2024? Mm. Wouldn't mind that. Yeah, I guess but the alliteration. Haley Lee or Lee yeah. Haley? I'm not sure. The alliteration doesn't mm-hmm. work. No, but uh, you're gonna have to be a good pair. Nikki and Mike, 2024, or Mike and Nikki. Mike and Nikki. Yeah, one yeah. of those. We'll work on it. From Todd, did Elizabeth Warren just suggest using back channels? Ooh. I thought that was impeachable. Mm. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, and Daniel Chappe- uh, Daniel Chapel. That's not the the prolific. Mm-mm. No, I don't think so. Uh, I don't see. It. Iran didn't shoot down that plane, and uh, Jeffrey Epstein didn't <laughs> kill himself. <laughs> oh, okay. love it! All righty. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday we unboxed some uh, Gold Canyon candles. Yes. Uh, it was Indiana girl. That yeah, the sent giver those to came us. Thank forward. you very much. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. that. Uh, I guess she sent them because we t- we've we've mentioned several times. The um, Yankee candles. Because you're a big fan of those. Yeah, I like them. Yeah. You know, my favorite ones, I, I don't even know if they're made anymore, but they came from Utah. They were Salt City candles. Oh, the, wow. Those were better than Yankee candles. Okay. Um, I okay. don't know if they even make them anymore, but but these these were Gold Canyon. Mm-hmm. So I'm anxious to try them out because they smelled really good. Yeah, I'm looking forward to whatever, and like cookies and cream. We love our scented candles here. We do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know why I said it like that because it's a it's a manly thing to love your scented candles. No, no, you had it right. Yeah. Um, but if you have any uh, fun items, uh, you know, good items that you want to see us unbox, you know, uh, just go to at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. You'll see yeah. the, the place to send them because um, we're willing to. Uh, what, what do you want to unbox? Some gold bars next? Maybe some wad, fine. wads of cash. I'm just spitballing mm-hmm. here. Yeah, just just fun stuff. Please send it. And you know, you get millions of views from unboxing things. 
<laughs> and then just play with them. That is a phenomenon. It's so that weird. I just so, do not get. So weird. I I can honestly say that um, I've not sat through an entire unboxing of. Anything. I certainly haven't either. But my grandkids do. They love it. They love it. But hopefully you will when you go to at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, all right. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393 you know what you're probably paying too much if you aren't using patriot mobile um because patriot mobile can start you at like 25 dollars a month with a plan tell me somebody else who can do that and that's not even that's not even the worst part of using other phone carriers the major phone carriers donate millions of dollars to left-wing causes abortion open borders uh all all the things that we fight against every single day now, if you want to talk about reliability, you know all the carriers use the same four towers. So, what's the difference? Well, the difference is Patriot Mobile is the only one of these cell phone companies that donates a portion of your bill to support conservative causes. Religious liberty, life, and the Second Amendment. And again, starting at $25, Patriot Mobile plans come with unlimited talk, text, and the same reliable nationwide service with no hidden fees. We need to stick together now, probably more than at any other time in history. Go to patriotmobile.com slash pat, and when you use the offer code pat, you'll get a free month of service when you open a new line of service. You can also call their U.S.-based customer service team at 877-367-7524. So vote with your dollars. Support companies that fight for the same things you do. And save money all at the same time. Patriotmobile.com slash pat or 877-367-7524. Pat Gray Unleashed. You know, again, I think we've said this before, but there are certain people who should not tweet. (laughs) Among these... Oh, no, what? uh, Is Aubrey Huff. Oh, I thought you were going to say me. No, Aubrey... Aubrey is a uh, former Major League Baseball player, played with the Giants for one, won a couple of World Series titles with him, uh, and he's been outspoken before on Twitter, but he he's just not a good tweeter. Oh, no. Oh, no. What? Uh, here's what he just said the other day about Iran. We should invade Iran and take their... I'm going to say stuff. That's not the word he used. <laughs> we should invade Iran and take their stuff. Persian girls are hot as <laughs> as heck. I'm going to say as heck. That, again, is not the word he used. Oh. They're hot as AF, is what he said. <laughs> Without the headgear. <laughs> and you know how they know how to act right. Oh, no. Uh, makes, is- <laughs> makes you think. Let's get a flight over and kidnap about 10 each. Oh, God. We can bring them back here as they fan us and feed us grapes, (laughs) amongst other things. (laughs) No. No, Aubrey. No, honey. Oh, my. I don't know if you've noticed the calendar. It's 2020 now. It's not 1862. This is not a good idea. No. What in the world? In 1862, this probably wouldn't have been a good idea to tweet this out. Was uh, would have been a little harder to tweet it out. Too, well, yeah, yeah. But wait, now. So was this at night? I bet he was drunk tweeting. No, it was, was in the middle dr- of middle of the afternoon, like one forty four in the afternoon. <laughs> now, it's, obviously, he got all kinds of crap. He, uh, oh no, really? Oh yeah. Uh, he was dogpiled, oh, and then he no. tweets out, "Does nobody have a sense of humor anymore?" 
Oh, wow. So he went, no, with, he went with the Jeffy defense. Yes. Effectively. It's a joke. First of all. First of all, I wasn't serious. Yeah, that doesn't matter anymore. Have you not noticed, Aubrey? It doesn't matter if you're serious or not. <clears throat> you just can't do this. You can't do it. Period. Mm. Yes, do we all believe that we should be able to joke about things? Yeah, I, I guess. But I don't know if you joke about if it was ever a good idea to joke about kidnapping women. That doesn't seem like a funny joke to me. No, I don't know that there's any uh, uh, era in which that tweet is funny. No, I, uh, you right. know what I mean. Like, right. I, I don't. It's just too kidnapping it's stupid. and assault and assault someone. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. taking essentially taking sex slaves. Really, yeah, there. Thank you. you there know? it is. There it is. There <laughs> that's it is. no. That's not funny, Mm-mm. and it's not good. Now, should a guy lose his livelihood over it? That's what we have to determine in our society. Do you just say, dude, that was really stupid. Uh, maybe maybe you want, might want to give it a rest on Twitter for a while. And then you move on with your life. I think the other thing Or do you make that. sure he never works again? That, that's where we have to decide where we are. Take, take the whole the, the, the women stuff out of there. He said, let's take all of Iran's stuff. Uh, yes. What does Iran have that we would want to take? <laughs> That's what I was hung up on. Rugs. Ru- they oh, have rugs. rugs. They got rugs. The okay. Persian rugs. We could take a whole Let's bunch take of them. rugs. Yeah. Let's take some Persian rugs from them. Okay. That'll teach them. That'll learn them some manners. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That is it. How many characters was that? That that <clears throat> that was a thread. Dude had to take some time like in between thinking, okay, now I'm going to say this and I'm going to say it. It wasn't like some like quick rage tweet and he's done. Right, you know, this was like he has a plan, and that yeah, he's got a plan. Mm. It's a little frightening. It's kind of a frightening <laughs> plan. Uh, well. But again, you know, you put it in, into perspective. Mm-hmm. I guess. I mean, he didn't actually do it. He's he's just right. kidding about doing it. So, but the, so the problem is, yeah, a guy like this never works again. If he was in the in the uh, major league baseball right now. Yeah. He'd probably lose his job. Yeah, what's the proper right? societal punishment? Do we yeah. take his um, World Series ring? Take that? Take it right? Just take it away. Look, you're a bad person. We're taking your <laughs> ring away. All right, everything's even now. I mean, that, seriously, <laughs> no. I mean, I guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you search the replies to that, there are plenty of people saying Giants should remove his name from, bad, from, yeah. from the roster that year, yes. from the list of World Series champions. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Mm-hmm. Okay, but anyhow. Yeah, so it's just how far do you go with this stuff? Because you're right, there is no time period in which that's okay. <laughs> Ten years ago, that still wouldn't have been okay. No. Uh. So, uh, I don't know. It's just, again, it's the response. It's a pro- it's a proportionate response <laughs> to what he did. Uh, a slap on the wrist. Uh, hey, wake up and... But you're right. You know. These are words. Mm-hmm. He They're words. He didn't actually get on a flight and head over right. there to do this. So. Yeah. What happened to sticks and stones will break my bones, but <laughs> names will never hurt me? I mean, We don't go by that anymore. As at a, all. As a society, let's just all take a moment to point at Aubrey Huff, say, man, you are dumb. That was stupid. And move mm-hmm. on with our lives. Yes. But you're right. And this I'm content not, to do that. This isn't the last we've heard of this. No, it's not. This is the first I've heard of this, but it won't be the last because this is going to come up. Uh huh. Mm. Yes. Okay. And it's a good, it's another good indication of how careful you need to be around Twitter. <laughs> you can't just tweet what's on your mind. You can't do that. Oh, you, really? You've got to. Oh. You've got to self-edit. You have to. Okay. You have to edit. Hmm. Well, I'll take that under advisement. Take, take that under advisement. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And at Keith Malinak. Right. <laughs>
<laughs> and it Pat Unleashed. And Pat Unleashed. That's why I rarely even tweet, because it's just, it gets you into trouble. Yeah, yeah. Is I, what happens. I will say, can you make a, I know, I know we're not doing resolutions or anything like that, but um, I think uh, it'd be fun, I'll put you on the spot here, for a New Year's resolution for Mr. Twitter over here, to live tweet during BYU games. Well, we're, what? I, I'm saying for, Nine months out on right, that. Right, right. So I've got nine months to work on this commitment uh-huh, you from do. you. Yeah. Um, right like now, I, I, you don't have it, uh, but maybe maybe by September 5th, you will. Okay. We'll oh, see. Look at that. September 5th. September 5th. Hmm. Play the godless animals again. Oh, on opening uh, day? Opening day, once again. Yeah. Yeah. I miss those games in the snow. I'm not going to lie I know. I know. Those were fun. I, I actually watched It's too hard now that the... they're in the Pac-12 and we're yeah. independent. It's too hard. I mean, Georgia and Georgia Tech <clears throat> do that in the last game of the year. Still? You guys, yeah. Do you they? guys should lock that in. Yeah. I'd like to. I think one of these years... They do play November 24th, uh, but it's not this year. Okay. 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, a Brazilian judge has ordered Netflix. We talked about this, I think, a little bit last week. Uh, they've been Netflix has been ordered to stop showing the movie depicting Jesus as a gay man, uh, which I think is a good ruling, but really, is it? Is it? Oh my goodness! Really? Do you just not watch it? I mean, yeah, well. which is what I would do: is just not watch it, or should it be taken off of the service? Uh, Netflix. Uh, it had the judge, the st- the state court judge, told Netflix the right of to freedom of expression is not absolute. Whoa! What? What? I don't like this. This is, uh, the movie's called The First <clears throat> Temptation of Christ, created by a Brazilian YouTube comedy troupe, portrays uh, Jesus bringing home a presumed boyfriend to meet his family. Okay. I mean, it's blasphemous, but it's also free speech. Very much blasphemous. Yeah. How is this? I don't... Uh, yeah. Where, where was mm-hmm. this judge? Who? Who? What? Brazil. Oh, oh, Brazil. I don't think it's playing oh. in America. Oh, okay. Well, all right. This is Brazil. You scared me. I'm sorry. I totally missed that. Yeah. It's not in the United States. Okay. About 2 million people petitioned Netflix to remove the show from its wow. online streaming service. 2 million! Wow, I didn't know that uh, 2 million Christians, you know, have ever gotten together to protest something. I know! <laughs> I know, it's, it's kind of impressive, but this is such obvious blasphemy. That, yeah. I mean, uh-huh. and are you just a terrible person for considering it blasphemy? Uh Oh, no. Yeah, I don't know. Am I in trouble now for probably. saying that was blasphemy? We, pr- we probably are. Oh, boy. The injunction ordering Netflix to take the show off its on- online platform was issued uh, by Benedicto Abacare after a religious organization filed a lawsuit against the show's creators. Porta dos Fundos. Oh, that was good. Nice job. Man. Yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. The injunction had been denied by a lower court, um, wrote the, uh, that the ruling was needed to protect against abuses of the freedom of expression. I understand, yes, that there must be reflection so that ex- excesses do not occur, avoiding nefarious consequences for many due to eventual foolishnesses by, foolishness by a few. Exhibiting the artistic production may cause graver and more irreparable damage than its suspension. Was the ruling, apparently. Uh, any form of censorship or threat to this hard-won freedom means a setback and cannot be accepted by society. That was according to uh, the order's president, 
The injunction is valid until the merits of the lawsuit are determined. So it's not over yet. Hmm. Uh, they're still fighting it. I wonder if anybody is even watching the the show. And maybe maybe the protest to it has given it so much fuel and Isn't oxygen. That how it always goes. Yeah. 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 It, it's like nobody knows about something until everyone starts going after it. And now all of a sudden, oh, you got to see this. Right. Yeah. Yep. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, and the show's everywhere, of course, live here on the Blaze TV, Blaze Radio, where you can go to download the show uh, in podcast form every day. It's on Facebook, it's on Twitter, and now you have a new YouTube page you wanted to subscribe to as well. YouTube.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. YouTube.com slash Pat Gray Unleashed. When you go there and you sign up, you subscribe then uh, we'll alert you to all the stuff we put up there, all the nonsense that goes up on a, on a regular basis. And uh, it'll help us off a lot if you uh, subscribe to it. 888-933-90. From the mean streets of Helena, it's Pat Gray, Unleashed. And welcome. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. Thanks for being here. Uh, coming up tomorrow, more on trivia. Mm. We're at the uh, divisional stage now. Yeah. Green Bay, Seattle on Sunday and that'll be our matchup uh, on more on trivia tomorrow yeah we're gonna run the table we're gonna win the last three be nice and then we'll finish above 500 also former NFL great Bridges Owens running for office running for Congress in Utah and we're gonna talk to him Uh, great conservative NFL great book author really brave conservative voice we'll be talking to him in about half 15 20 minutes something like that uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We get uh, did we we tell the story of the uh the former New Jersey high school baseball player who sued his coach because his coach told him to slide into third base. Whoa. Remember that? No, I don't remember this at all. Here's an update on the story. Uh he was told to slide when he was going to third, so he did, and he hurt his ankle. No, no. Yeah, yeah, he hurt his ankle. Uh, so um, that's just part of the game, right? No, no. Like you, your coach tells you what to do. You yeah, do it. Yeah, that was wrong of him to do. Uh, so he got hurt. Yeah, and he claims it's a it, permanent ankle injury. And it might. I don't know what well kind of an, what kind of ankle injury is permanent. I've never heard of it. I've never heard of it. You know, you might sprain your ankle. You could break your ankle. Both of those heal. What kind of ankle injury is? Did your ankle pop out of your of your body? Okay. There's no putting it back. What happened there? You're talking Come to the on. guy who hurts himself um, on a regular basis. Bulb, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I mean, you're talking to the guy who has literally <laughs> stepped off of a chair after changing a light bulb mm-hmm. and had to physically remove a pair of scissors from the bottom of his foot. Okay. So I can understand injuring yourself, but the fact that mm-hmm. don't slide wrong. I know, dude. I mean, right. <laughs> right. I, it's it's ridiculous. So, uh, the plaintiff's attorneys spent two full days portraying the defendant as an inattentive and unqualified lout. Whoa. Uh, they portrayed him as a villain who destroyed the future of a teenager he was supposed to protect. <laughs> he must be held accountable for what he did, one of the attorneys said. Uh, the attacks intensified when he took the witness stand to defend himself on a split-second decision he made Seven years ago. Seven years ago. Okay, so this happened... It's almost eight years ago now, because it happened in 2012. Uh, and 
he's accused he was accused of taking a reckless course of action that showed a callous disregard for another by telling him to slide like every baseball coach has told baseball players all across America ever since baseball began. <clears throat> so they present him as this awful person. Wow. And, um, you know, it sounds like, did, what, did he tell this kid to jump into an active volcano? Did he, did he tell him to get into a shark tank and swim with great whites? I mean, no, he told him to slide into third base. Okay, but if the active volcano or, or the, the shark tank were in the base path, mm-hmm. I could see you would want to stay in a direct route. But other than that, I mean, this is just, I mean, it's an injury. It happens. And I'm not, right. I'm not saying that he's not still injured permanently from that. Okay. That, that may very well be the I case. Am. I'm saying it. Okay. You are. It's ridiculous. But let's just say he is literally he's still not permanently inj- okay. hurt. Okay. Well, let's just go, go with me all here. All right. Mm-hmm. He's still hurting. All okay. right. Mm-hmm. It, ha- I mean, this is an injury. This is a sport. This is what you, this is, yeah. this it's is a chance implied you take. when you sign up to play athletics that you're mm-hmm. going to get injured. And very I'm true. sorry that this happened. This is terrible. But now we're looking for someone to blame? Listen to some of the questions. Oh, no. Here we are. You did signal for him to slide into third, correct? Correct. (laughs) Okay. What was the reason for that? Well, the proximity of the ball to the runner approaching third base. (laughs) Okay. Based upon your telling us that there was a play at third base. Correct. Okay. How close was he to third when you signaled for him to slide? I don't know, approximately six feet. <laughs> he was running at full speed, correct? Correct. Giving no indication he was going to slide, correct? He was running full speed around the bases. He, his eyes were not fixed affixed on the ball. He did not see the ball coming. I did. Therefore, he was running full speed. But upon my decision in telling him at a safe distance to slide, he was able to do so. <laughs> I mean, come okay. on. I mean, six feet, that's kind of close, coach. Uh, yeah, that th- is. Okay. So, that, that's a dumb So that's going a dumb full call. speed uh, into third base. Yeah, you, that's you, not you're, enough room. You're bound to be crippled for life, right? <laughs> I mean, this I'm just, is just stupid. He needs at least 12 feet warning. So here's the good news. Mm. It was finally, once and for all, thrown out of court. Oh, yeah. right. Yep. yep. A uh, reasonable decision was finally made in a court of law in the United States of America, giving us some hope that there is just a modicum of common sense left in the world. I mean, he sounds like a terrible coach who doesn't understand simple physics. (laughs) I I mean, I'm with you there. (laughs) And and, and if the kid just... Whatever. And by the way, the kid was 15 at the time. He's 22 years old now. I mean, uh, at 15, you know, if he was five, you say, okay, maybe the kid's not old enough to slide. He was 15. By know. then, you've been playing baseball for 10 years in some cases. Yeah, but at age five, full speed, six feet away from the bag is plenty of room. Yeah, that's true. You know? At 15, it's at 15, nowhere near It's enough. not, yeah. You're talking about crippling injuries at that close range. Because you must be traveling. What? The kid was probably running at 60, 65 miles an hour, right? And then sliding directly into a brick base like that? No. I'm just saying that it was a <laughs> stupid call by the coach, but it's a stupid... Stupider lawsuit. And fortunately, it was actually thrown out of court. I mean, that, uh, wow. When you sign up to play, doesn't the thing say we're not responsible for your, you know, what happens? And I would stuff think so. And- yeah, I haven't read the rules on those things for quite a while since my boys are grown now, but uh, I think they did. Yeah, I think I think it came with all that. If his health insurance company, because you know how they call and they're like, hey, 
Trust me, I've answered these questions. How did you hurt yourself? What mm-hmm. were you doing? Were you at work? Were you being stupid? Is your name Keith Malinak? Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to check off mm-hmm. all the things. If the if the health insurance company that his parents have him covered under, if they want to pursue something against the coach, fine. That's that's fine. If you want to recoup, you know, the cost there. Yeah, medical bills. Yeah. If you had any, I don't know what medical bills you'd have. What you sprained your ankle. Okay, go home and put ice Again, on it. I'll pay talk- for the ice. How about that? Let me pay for the ice. I'll Again, pay the whole fee. Yeah, you're talking about you're talking to the guy <clears throat> who has had to remove scissors <clears throat> that were literally stuck in the bottom of your foot. Yeah, I was in Houston actually. Yeah, when and I was working you, with you there. Did you sue somebody or? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. sued. Um, I think the company was. Uh, the, it was it was it was Westcott Westcott Scissors. They heard from my attorney. It's like, hey, when I drop scissors on the floor without remembering that they're there and I step off the chair, okay? Why didn't you pick up the scissors? They should be brighter in color. Mr. I should be Mr. able to Malinak, see Mr. Malinak, why didn't they why didn't you pick up the scissors? That Where's you dropped the, on the floor? warning sign? Where's the warning? There's not a sticker on here. <laughs> it doesn't say anything about, "Hey, don't step down onto the floor and where you it, place the scissors, does man." Does it also say not to run with them in your hand? Is does it, it also No, it doesn't. I'm running with scissors. No, nope, look at that. Wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. Pat Gray Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. I'm telling you that in the Democrat Party there is nowhere to turn. You know, we've we've got this <laughs> I, I think we, we we've got this idea that Joe Biden might be, you know, somewhat moderate. Might maybe he's okay. No, he's not. He's not moderate. He's not okay. It would be a nightmare and a disaster if he were to be elected. Uh, he was challenged by some kid at a uh, town hall meeting <clears throat> about plastic bags. Look, if plastic bags are our biggest problem in the world, I mean, could things be any better? If that's our biggest worry, oh, there's lots of plastic bags out there. <sighs> <laughs> I know. I know. Gosh, I know. Uh, some of them wind up in water, you know, in the ocean. Yeah, I know. I've, I, well, I haven't seen, nobody has, the, uh, you know, gigantic uh, <laughs> plastic, what is it called? The the, oh, the Great gi- Pacific garbage patch, garbage patch uh-huh. in the in the Pacific Ocean. That's two and a half times the size of Texas. Mm, yeah, and it's growing, obviously. And yet, no one can find it and take a picture of it. <clears throat> Strange. Anyway, <laughs> do plastic bags wind up where they shouldn't? Yeah, they do. Is it our biggest problem? No, not by a long shot. But a kid asked him. Uh, when I go back to Kenya, so apparently not even a U.S. citizen. Okay, so not a voter. Not a voter. Well, the kid's too young. Not yeah. a voter, not a on, citizen. On many levels, yeah. His parents probably aren't citizens. We don't even use plastic bags or plastic paper. In Kenya? That's a, What a surprise that is. You don't have plastic bags in Kenya? You don't have a lot of things in Kenya that we have here. It's not allowed because we're trying to clean the ocean. Oh, Really? In Kenya, that's your biggest problem? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think maybe you want to you might want to turn that plastic bag effort to some of the other problems that you got in Kenya and uh, eliminate those. Good gosh. 
Are you serious? Now, the kid's young, so I don't know if he's right on that, but we should look into that and see if they really don't have plastic bags in Kenya because they're trying to clean up the ocean. Let's you see. might start with, I don't know, food for people. <sighs> Eliminating terrorism that is killing people. <laughs> anyway, he says, and I think here in America, we're not trying to do that to support the environment. And so... What's your view, middle-class Joe? He didn't say that. I, I put that in there for him. I mean, what's your focus? Because in Kenya, yeah, we want to be more like Kenya, kid. Get out of here. That's what I would have told the little brat. Get out of here, you little brat. We're, we're not trying to be like Kenya, okay? We're not Kenya, and we'll never be Kenya. Because in Kenya, we're trying to clean the environment. No plastic bags. You go with your own bags. Biden says, well... I agree with you 100%. We should not be allowing plastic. And what we should do is be phasing it out. <clears throat> really? Okay, we... Again, there's the big government. There's the leftism. There's the real uh, attitude of this guy. You shouldn't allow plastic bags. The government should really eliminate that from our choices. Okay, I could choose to, to kill a baby, but I can't choose to take my lettuce home in a plastic bag. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So just in the last little while, uh, Biden has shown his uh, left-wing arrogance on many occasions. He said coal miners should learn to code, so get out of what you're doing and go work on computers. He threatened to eliminate vaping products for adults. He threatened to get rid of the Trump tax cut. He wants to impose a carbon tax on the American people. And he wants to double the capital gains tax rate oh, to a rate are, of 40%. These are <clears throat> these are winning positions. Democrats. Aren't they, though? Oh, my goodness. Now, he's not going as far as Warren and Sanders on the... Uh, on the on, I don't think either the school proposition, like free school for all, mm -hmm. higher education, and give him time, or the or the Medicare for all thing. But he, because he will allow you to do that. You can do that, yes, but you could also stay in Obamacare if you want to. Hmm. I'm telling you, these these people are just a nightmare. They're just absolutely frightening. By the way, as of August of 2017 <clears throat> in Kenya. Anyone found manufacturing, importing, or selling a plastic carrier bag could be fined up to $40,000 oh U.S. What? Or face a prison sentence of up to four years. Using the banned bags carries a fine of more than $500 or a jail term of up to a year. That is almost impossible to believe. Wow. In Kenya. In Kenya. Where they may have... I don't know, one or two other problems that maybe they should have eliminated first. <laughs> yeah, it's called priorities. <laughs> it's what you might want to do is you might want to maybe yeah. maybe you guys can get in a room together, some of your government officials, and just somebody gets out like a like a little a little little notepad here. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, what's all right? We got some issues here. We got uh, right, so, terrorism killing our, right. our citizens. We've got uh, a lot of people can't eat here. Okay. Uh, they have no food. Yeah. Uh, but then, they, you know, you know, it should probably go to the top of the list is this plastic bag situation. People oh, are so? actually using plastic bags to, to okay. take home groceries. Yeah. Because okay. see, I. Yeah. You know, some of those yeah. bags end up in the ocean. Oh, yeah. Hold yeah. On. Fish eat them I'm, and I'm, die. I, I can't fish eat them quite and, so fast. And die. 
Okay, there's a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. In fact, the name of this mm -hmm. file is Kenya Problems. <laughs> and it's, I don't know that there's enough. It's 900 pages long. I don't know that I have enough paper. Mm -hmm. Think of the trees we're killing just writing down all of these uh, right. problems for Kenya. But yeah, plastic bags banned for the last uh, two and a half years now. Yeah, and we, we're, we're having a tougher time hiding uh, Barack Obama's birth certificate. So. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, <that's... laughs> that was just for fun. That, was uh, a, that one I threw in just for fun. That's a fun one in that's there. That's a fun one right there. So, so, but that's actually helpful. So we don't have food. <laughs> so we really don't need the bags because we, oh, really, yeah. we don't have anything we need to be carrying from the grocery store. There are no groceries. So, so. so now we can just focus. There you go. We can hone in on terrorism because the other two took care of themselves. There you go. Okay. <laughs> $40,000 fine for manufacturing a plastic bag. Oh, my gosh. I mean, come on. I, the lunacy, the insanity. Can you even, you can't get your head around it. It is, it's that ridiculous. <laughs> I can't believe, $40,000 if you use a plastic bag. Well, and what was it, four years in jail if you yeah. use one, if you take no. one home? No, 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 it's $500. And a year if you use it. Okay. It's four years, 40000 if you make it. Oh, man. Kenya. So they just use paper? Uh, or do they have bags at all? No, do they you, have cloth? No, I think what you do is when you go to the store, mm -hmm. you just kind of... Put it in your shirt. Oh, yeah, I want this item. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this. You just hold your shirt out, and you're like, ah, get me one of these here. Oh, wait, oh, I forgot. They okay. wanted apples at home. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then you just go home, and you walk around like this. <laughs> it seems practical, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it seems seems like it. Okay. Yeah. Where's wow. my mouse now? Huh. Unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Oh, this is tragic. Prince Harry mm -hmm. and Meghan Markle. Okay, what? Are stepping back as senior members of the royal family. What? <clears throat> I didn't know there were junior and senior members. Who's a junior member of the royal family? <laughs> I wonder. Uh, Burger King. Okay. I don't know. Really? The Burger King? Yeah, he's the... That's, okay. It's a second tier of Is that because royalty. he's made of plastic? Is that why? Do, no, they, just, do no. they discriminate? No, it's just... <laughs> you see what you did there? No, it's because he's creepy, and he's okay. always staring at people awkwardly when they you know have who these... is, uh, You know who else is creepy? Is that Andrew? Uh, Andrew is creepy. Yes, he is. And he should be relegated to junior membership in the royal family. <laughs> I didn't know there were levels, by uh, the way. I didn't either. Did you? I didn't. I just thought you were a part of the royal family. That's the what end. I thought. But no, they're, I guess they're senior members, and they're moving to North America. I think they're moving to Canada. Huh. Uh, but they want to uh, work to become financially independent at some point, and I, don't, I guess they're going to live off the taxpayers until that time happens. Um, so that's great. It's <laughs> 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 just... just it's a bizarre situation. These two want to have their cake and, and eat it, too. Or eat their cake and have it, too, I think is the actual way that should go. <laughs> anyway, uh, the royal it. family's in, a, in an uproar right now, and the queen doesn't know what they're doing exactly. Wait, what are you doing? <laughs> I, don't, I don't even yeah, understand. Yeah, did they run this by anybody? No, they didn't. <clears throat> no, and I, I guess he and his brother are at odds, Keith, and I'm just sick about it. I'm sick about it. I hate the fact that they're those two wonderful brothers are at odds about anything. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter, uh, we have uh, a real treat. We got Purchase Owens yes. on the line with us, former NFL great, uh, author, brave conservative voice. Mm -hmm. uh, Burgess Owens. We've talked to him many times in the past, um, and uh, we welcome him to the show right now. Is he running for office in the great state of Utah? Mm. Burgess, welcome. 
Hello. I'm looking forward to chatting with you guys once again. How you doing there? Doing well. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, so you're you're uh, running for office in in what district in Utah? It's, it's the fourth district, and um, it's actually the seat that Real Love lost a year and a half, two years ago. Okay. And now, uh, now held by a Democrat, Ben McAdams, and uh, uh, he, he's one of those guys that as Democrats do, they make lots of promises. He mentions he's going to be a, a moderate and uh, be very independent and, and vote for the values of, of, of Utah. And of course, he's done just the opposite. So, very excited about the opportunity and uh, looking forward to. Uh, to taking the values we have here in Utah back to D.C. as it should be. Yeah, that would. I mean, I'm surprised that a Democrat won that seat. Uh, how is that happening now in Utah? Is there just too many outsiders coming in from California? No, <laughs> no, no. That it actually, it's it's one of those things where you you have someone who makes promises as they they revoke the Republican or they're conservative. Unfortunately, love uh, uh, told folks that she was going to do certain things, and when she didn't, it kind of uh, people just didn't feel like coming out. Mm. And we have a, 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 a district here that's plus thirteen, and uh, Republicans don't show up, and Democrats do. Yeah. Uh, the result is Democrats win. Wow! So we're going to change wow. that, guys. Uh, uh, you know, and, and I can say this: the the, the message that uh, my campaign is pushing out there. Uh, is is truly the American American message? It's, it's actually what's brought us together. It defines within a four words what uh, our American way is: conservatism. So we don't have to go out and debate this for the next two or three four hours. Uh, and I think it's also going to bring together the Republicans, uh, uh, Democrats, and Independents who truly love our country. And, and th- that message is a four tenets that's given to us as a present by Booker T. Washington in his mm-hmm. head, heart, hands, and home. Head being education, heart being God hands being industry, and the home being family. When you think about how simple the American dream, the American way, and the middle class that has made our country great, how we all get there no matter where we come from, those tenets define it, and it also allows those of us who love our country to have a way to communicate about those solutions that we really care for. And at the same time, it allows us to identify those who hate our country, which are Marxists and socialists who hate those four tenets. And you mm-hmm. see it in every single environment, every single community that they have uh, overseen. Uh, there's no education. They try to get rid of God. Industry is all about uh, how much can we depend on the, on the government and not on ourselves. And family is turned upside down with just uh, uh, grown men growing up thinking they can one day be a woman. It's, it's amazing how crazy mm-hmm. uh, this, this uh, society has become. But we're going to get back to basics, and, and I'll call to here. Uh, I'm very proud to be part of it, and we're going to make sure we, we, uh, we represent, it, represent it well. Is this, this district that Mia Love lost, is it a district that, uh, that Donald Trump won? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Wow. Uh, uh, President Trump won it, and and it, and it's it's uh again. And I'll, I'll say this: I I was fortunate to grow up in the deep South, Tallahassee, Florida, uh, in the '60s, the day of the KKK, Jim Crow, um, um, segregation. Mm-hmm. But within my community was such a powerful, positive, exciting uh, um, community, and it was based on those tenets I just mentioned. So what's neat about I think where I am today, if the environment I grew up in, successful uh, men and women who believed in God, loved our country, uh, taught our kids that education, you've got to be able to think outside the box, think for yourself, critical thinking. And the family was so close, so tight, with 70% of men committed to their families in those days. That's what I grew up in, and I'm just so, so fortunate and blessed to now be representing a, a district that feels the same way that, uh, that I did in that, in that same kind of culture. So it's going to be easy for me to stand strongly because this is the way I was raised, uh, thank goodness. And and I think, again, America is waking up to to realize this is what we really all want, is to have a community that is positive, teaching our kids 
how to love our country, respect our flag, respect our country, respect God, respect women. And in those, those ways, we'll do just, just well, for sure. What would, you, what would you say is the key issue uh, for that district right now in, in Utah? Uh, turnout. We, we have right now 43% of this district are Republicans, uh, 37% are uh, independent, and 14% Democrats. So what it comes down to very simply is we need to have Republicans engaged. We need to have independents who lean to, uh, to the right, to conservative values, educated to what the other side is all about. Uh, and, and, and just be patient with those uh, the Democrats who are good people. They're good people in the Democratic Party. They just have no idea uh, that people like the, the, the Ben McAdams might be a good person, but he empowers a very, very bad ideology. The ideology of socialism and Marxism is an evil one because they, when you mm-hmm. take out God, that's what happens. So my, 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 my message is very simply, get engaged. As a matter of fact, across the country, uh, this district is going to be the number one or two for both sides, for the Democrats to hold on to the seat, for the Republicans to gain the seat back. We need this particular seat. So if I can encourage Americans across the board, let's make sure we get back to House, guys. Um, and we do that by, first of all, coming to go to my, my, my site, Burgess. Four, those four tenants for utah.com and we do that to get engaged and uh cross the country we not only win the house we keep the senate but we keep we, we support a president who loves our country and showing what america really should look like as all races all colors all religions are given the chance to live the american dream that's great now you you uh so it's burgess for the number four utah.com right dot com. exactly okay. exactly now you played in the and, uh you go ahead no, no, I was just going to say, uh, for those who had a chance or who might not have heard the, 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 the testimony I gave on, on Congress, it's all there. I have a really nice conversation with Candace Owens. Uh, I, I tell you this, but I'm, I'm excited more than ever before about where our country is today because Americans are waking up. Uh, one thing that we do best, first of all, we, we have a tendency of, uh, you know, dreaming our dreams, working for our kids, you know, make sure we have our retirement, all those good things that we do as we dream our dreams. But we now, I, we have a tendency of sometimes going to sleep at the wheel. Uh, well, we're now waking up. And across the board, I'm excited about what was happening. Uh, and, and, and the Democrats are helping us. They do things like impeach the president who's doing great for our country, has no reason to go through that process. So it, it gives us a chance to sit back and say, you know what? These guys are nuts. And everyone is realizing these guys are nuts. So it's kind of nice that all we have to do now say is just look at the guy's record, look at the Democrats' record, and if you want to keep that process of, of uh, anti-Americanism, anti-moving uh, 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 you know, forward, vote for Democrat if you want to make America great again and keep it great like we are right now. Uh, let's 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 just do it. Let's, let's look at the Republican Party, conservative values. I should say that as a way to go. As you campaign around the state, do do you get the idea that people feel the seriousness of this particular uh, election coming up, uh, or are they a little bit complacent? No, I, I think there's a couple things. Because we have a president who's so much in your face uh, with, the, with the left, uh, they fear him so much. And therefore, they, they, are, they are nuts in terms of how much they hate him. Hate mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Because there's really, there's, the, the gray area is, has disappeared. And there's, there's, there's good and there's bad. Uh, there's those who love our country, those who hate our country. And right now, the gray area is disappearing. So those, quote, moderates who used to hide out in that gray can no longer hide out there. I, I think this is the greatest time in, in my lifetime because Americans are finally recognized that our country's at risk. You know, we're, we're in the process of working and fighting for the whole heart and soul of our nation. The, the Judeo-Christian values has made our country great. 
I, I look at my dad, who was a World War II vet, who was so proud of leaving this country, fighting the war, coming back, building his business, building his family. Well, we're, we're at war again. The difference is our enemy looks like us. They live in the same country. They call themselves Americans, even though they hate America. Uh, but they are undermining every institution that makes our country great. So as Americans, I think we're all blessed to live through these times, to be a part of this great fight, and to say one day, you know, kids, I was part of that. And I voted the right way. I pulled my country back from the abyss. And because of that, you, you, you young people have a chance to have a vision for your kids and uh, run your own business and, and, uh, and, and believe in the American way because we, have, we make sure that uh, we, we can pass this out to you. So I'm, I'm excited about it, and I think Americans need to understand this is a very pivotal moment. Let's take advantage of it, and, uh, and let's be engaged and make sure we, we fight for, for, our, for our nation. Have you seen any polls on the race yet, Burgess? Have we seen any, any polls? Yeah. Where do you stand in the uh, polls right now? <laughs> well, right now we're going through a primary, uh, and we have, have some really good people in the primary. Of course, once we get past that, then we go into the general against Big McAdams. And, and I'll tell you the way, uh, I don't really care about the polls, to be honest with you. I, I, you know, I played in NFL for 10 years, and I had two things I learned from that process, that, that experience. I love, absolutely love being an underdog. So my campaign and, and, and those who work with me, we make sure we're going to have that attitude. I don't care what is out there. We look at ourselves as underdogs. We have a way to go. We'll be fighting the fight. And, and I love that. And the other part is I love the hustle. So we're, there's going to be no one in this, in this, uh, in this, uh, in this fight, um, whether Republican or Democrat, Ben McAdams, that's going to outrun, that's going to outwork us. Uh, we're going to make sure we get in and let people, make sure people know who we are, know what we stand for, know the values we stand for very boldly, and with that, uh, I think we can win the hearts of, of the district here. Well, good luck. Um, give, us the, give us the address again of where people can go and, and support your campaign. Burgess4Utah.com. And again, this is a pivotal seat for the entire country. So those who listen to your program, Pat, I really yeah. do hope they support me. Burgess4Utah, every little bit counts. And every little bit makes to make sure we get our country back. And let's make sure we win this, this fight. So it's maybe the biggest fight of our, of our lives, guys. We need to get it back for sure. Appreciate it. Uh, absolutely. Thanks a lot, Burgess. Good hey, luck. Thank you, Pat. Appreciate it, buddy. All, all right. the best. Bye-bye. Thank you. Uh, all right. Burgess for Utah, uh, dot com. if you'd like to get involved in that campaign. He could really use your help. Now, you might remember his book, Liberalism, or How to Turn Good Men into Whiners, Weenies, and Wimps. Remember <laughs> that? I love it. Good stuff. I mean, really good stuff. Uh, so we'll see. Like he said, though, there's obviously a primary where he's going up against uh, a number of other Republicans. I was, I was just looking to see if I could find any uh, any polling data, and I, I haven't seen any so far uh, because eh, it's all from the last election, which doesn't make any sense because uh, that's kind of over, I would say. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of these congressional races, the primaries, uh, that that's probably why, hasn't even had and much polling yet. And that's how we get a lot of surprises, like when AOC beat uh, that uh, incumbent Democrat that you know was a high-ranking guy. It was out of nowhere because they don't do a lot of polling right. for primaries right. in congressional races. So yeah, it's tough to know. That's why. Uh, but there's no reason. See. There's no reason for District Four in Utah to have a Democrat representative. There, there's no reason for that. It doesn't make any sense, and it should not be happening. Yeah. I guess people, it, he seemed to allude to the fact that people were pissed off at Mia Love for not doing what Mia Love said she was going to do. One of those things, and I think we kind of took her to task over, was she was supposedly going to vote against, you remember this? In the ver- this was in the very beginning, though, so it was a while ago. Uh, she was going to vote against John Boehner yeah. for Speaker, and she didn't. 
the first thing she did instead, uh, she voted for him. <laughs> and that like, happened to a lot of freshmen. Yeah, it did, didn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah. Um, they got commandeered the minute they got to Washington. Yeah, I'm forgetting who. <laughs> it's, another, just, it's bad. Yeah. It's bad. So, uh, in the November 2020 election, if it were held today, according to uh, members of this district, uh, would you vote for the Republican candidate or the Democrat candidate? Republican wins 42 to 29. 42 to 29. So, if he can get the, if he can get the Republican nomination, he'd be in really good shape. So, 42 29, someone else, 9%. Other, please specify 3%. Don't know or not sure, 16%. It's a little bit up in the air, but mostly uh, this is the Republicans' seat to lose. And it's one that the Republicans really need to pick up in the House. Um, Because I think the big effort is going to be to take back the House this time. They need to do that so that they can do nothing again. (laughs) <laughs> you don't want to be derailed uh, when your plans are to do absolutely nothing right you want right. to you want to stay on that track <laughs> you want to absolutely be chugging down that track of nothingness so that when you get there uh you're all set to do nothing and so that's what we hope will happen they'll get back the house and the senate and keep the executive branch well can they uh, and they'll do nothing can they can they still talk about doing stuff? Yeah, they can talk about okay. it. Sure. Yeah. But- oh yeah. They can promise us <laughs> the world. Okay, good. You know, now we're gonna take care of healthcare. Yeah. Now we're gonna this this time we really mean it. Yeah. And we're gonna get you a much better tax break than we did before. See the the problem is, mm-hmm. um, and this is again Keith Math, but we were only three thirds of the government. You see. <laughs> right. So that's not enough to really get something done. Uh, Am I right? Uh, because that breaks down to one, no, one, no, one over one. Yeah, I, I mean, uh, that just that's, you can't do anything can't with do that. A thing. You can't do a thing. <laughs> All right, we'll see you tomorrow. More on trivia tomorrow.